you're like, oh, this is a city that needs to be saved. This place is horrible. Because <laughs> because I lived that. I, now y'all gotta wait like 24 more hours for Batman, Batman. to come out. <laughs> <laughs> or something like 12 hours. It's like, look, Batman. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Spoiler Alert. I am Charles. And I'm Brandon. And today we have another special show for y'all. Last week we did we did an interview with a, a group from the 48-Hour Film Project up in Greensboro. And this week we have another one. Okay. Today we are interviewing the General Pictures team that did the film... Uh, oh, yeah. All right, and but before we get to it, we, before we get to it, we want to make sure we go ahead and give our shout outs. Alpha Pack Athletics. Um, yeah, they just had a tragedy down there. So yes, we, yes. Um, so uh, yeah, those guys are you know, pulling through. Uh, rest in peace to the young man that passed away. Yeah. Yes, but uh, also too, we want to make sure we we do we do want to like I said, give a shout out to them and and everybody there and hope everything's going all right let you know that spoiler alert is in your thoughts and we are and we are making sure we keep you in our prayers all right play some madden Fortnite, and everything awesome. all right all right uh also to make sure we give of course you know we got to give a shout out to phoenix radio yes, sir. right here you know right here in the ville powered by super producer jesse aka Hostiles. <laughs> no, I didn't forget. I, w- I wanted to kind of put a dramatic pause in it. I, for some reason, I wanted to put a dramatic pause in it. But um, also, too, I want to make sure we give a shout-out to my boy Dre out there in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, with his comic shop, Straight Up Issues. And like we said, we do have – we you know, we are in Fayetteville, North Carolina, Dreamville. So, But we do try to make sure we shout-out our friends and everything from anywhere that we – you know, anywhere that they are, especially when they have businesses and stuff. But uh, right now, we're going to go ahead and bring in our guest today. So if you guys could please introduce yourselves. Uh, so we got everybody, let them know who you are. Uh, well, I'm Rick Earl. Uh, so I'm the executive producer, and I directed this year. I'm Jacob Earl. I'm also one of the actors, and I played Fur. And our DP just got in the door, so he's going to introduce himself real quick, too. Um, I'm Melissa Burris, and I am um, craft services, and uh, <laughs> and I got a producer credit on this one. I don't know how. It's all right. It go. is all that's right. That's right. And other services may be required. Anybody that's listening today that did not possibly listen last week, which it'd be unfortunate for them if they didn't. In general, where did the the idea type of idea come for the 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 way you guys did your film? Um. So actually, well, part of it, the the idea of uh, being in a car, I think that that's one of them been been rolling around the back of my head for a while. Um, coming from a big family, uh, and my wife also comes from a big family, we have this, uh, we never get on the road in time. Um, you know, every time we go on a, a road trip, it just, you know, it's like, oh, hey, we're going to leave at nine and, you know, 11 or 12, we might get out. The door, so. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, we, we know those experiences. <laughs> you know, and this one was uh, this one was a music film. Um, you know, my background was uh, uh, I, I used to uh, uh, tour as a production manager and audio engineer with with bands. So I, I've been around that environment a lot. So um, some of that just seemed to be natural for for what we're going to do. So. Um, the rest just kind of uh, came out of you know our writer and and 
the actors, uh, you know, as far as uh, what they were able to pull out. Uh, you know, a lot of it, a lot of it was improvised. Some of it, a lot was scripted, but a lot was improvised as well. Okay, okay, that's always that's 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 always good to be able to mix the two in there, kind of kind of throw the, the 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 Robert Downey Jr. vibe in there. I guess we could call it <laughs> a little bit of script and then improv improvision on everything else. Um, Jacob, if I'm not mistaken, you were I believe you were the first one we one of the first people we interviewed. Yeah. The, yes. Yes. So I def I definitely do remember Jacob. I know that for sure. I, you were the first one we interviewed on the red carpet, and like I said, we do appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. It was fun. Okay, and and so so Jacob, what do you feel like was probably one of the hardest parts of the um, the, the film? Sitting in a ninety degree car in a rabbit fur coat for that, all that. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> when you said sweat fat quiz, I was like, oh yeah, I remember Jacob had that fur coat over. Oh, oh man, man. yeah. <laughs> and we're so, still so, finding fur in the car. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so, so, but okay. So other than that, though, other because I I do understand you know temperature and and you know having to be in that that sweater and stuff. But let's let's say other than the sweater. That you had the, that you had to wear. What was probably one of the harder parts? Um, it honestly wasn't that hard this year because doing one location, it we didn't have to um move around and drive places, and there wasn't as many like sounds and like wait for like things to stop you know, making sounds because we were just in our driveway as opposed to yeah. when last year we did a scene in a bar and it was a 20 second scene and it took four hours to film because oh, there was just so much noise going on. And yeah, so it was so much easier this year, really. Okay. Okay. So I guess the locate, it, it definitely helped that y'all picked a different location, definitely to go with it and made it to where it was a little bit easier. Yeah. Everybody could, everybody would say it made it a lot, a lot easier all around oh, just yeah. being in one spot. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a decision by Rick, though, because in the past we moved from set to set to set to set. And this is so much easier, particularly for the photographer, James, and just being one site, move a camera on the outside of the car, a few cameras, as opposed to heading off to a park, heading off to a bar, whatever the case may be. Okay. And it was 90, but it was we were still in the shade, too, which was, and I guess we didn't have rain, did we? So, no, yeah, no. yeah, we didn't have rain to contend with this year. 90 degrees, still 90. 90 <laughs> <laughs> but that that adds to the uh, to the to the movie then. That adds that adds a little bit to your guys' movie being called Sweat Quest. Yeah, that that's actually kind of why we you know at at first we weren't sure, but that was that was kind of my decision to go ahead and use that as the the title, uh, just because it, it was hot. I mean, in, in between takes, we had some big fans that we'd roll out and and turn on, but it was still it was still uncomfortable. I did constantly like be blotted down with paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> just for for our listeners that don't know, you guys to explain the the forty eight hour film project, like how it actually works. You know, so it's an international competition that's broken down into local. Uh, cities so greensboro is uh, one of the cities um so on friday um evening we all gather uh all the teams gather representatives from all the teams gather and uh uh we draw a genre this year it was a music film not a musical but a music film so it had to be about music um not specifically didn't specifically have to have a song or or be sung like a musical um and then all the teams get um we have a prop, a line of dialogue, and a character, and those elements have to be 
uh, present uh, in in the film, and then we basically have until Sunday at seven to write it, shoot it, edit it, finish it, and and turn it in, uh, which thankfully we've done every year. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's um, so it's and it has to be, be yeah between four and seven minutes long. So this year the uh, you know uh, music was our genre. The prop was a bar of soap. Um, the character was uh, um, lifeguard. lifeguard, and it was uh, Carl or Carl, Carrie Waters. Yeah, Carl or Carrie Waters. Was a, the line Which, was. <laughs> oh, um, I know exactly where this is going. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That 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 was. I remember that. I'm like, right. So everybody's got to get that in, and it's the the fun part is you know we I go and I see all the movies. I mean everybody, I, all the teams go through this, so it's really fun to 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 see how everybody deals with the line and deals with the prop, and um, so it, it's it's always fun to to do, but it's sometimes it's tough to work it in. There are usually about what fifty teams or so in Greensboro. Yeah, I think this year was forty forty two. Uh, 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 to start and 38 that got him in or something like that. I, uh, Iris would know she's she keeps track of all that. She's she keeps this thing running like a, uh, a clock. It's, it's it's a it's a uh, a great uh, thing. We only do this is the only film we actually do. Uh, we've talked about doing some other stuff, but uh, once a year we get together and it's kind of like a big family reunion and we 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 do this film. So it's the only one we do and and it's uh, it's a lot of fun for everybody. We, we plan our vacations around. You just made me feel so much more important because now that I know it's a family reunion, what's the most important thing? The food. Thank you. I have good yep, that means you are, you are, you are definitely the most important I, person there. Now then. I know. Right there now I know what you're now, next year. <laughs> right, this is a completely new life for me. So I, I take it then that this is, the, like everybody's done, everybody in your guys' group has done this before, is it, or was it anybody's actually first time? Well, Tyler... Yeah. Um, <laughs> and said, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> but now he's a lifeguard. <laughs> that's, definitely, that's definitely a way to get in on the experience then, hey. Yeah, yeah, Tyler and Kendall that they were the so we as this thing kind of unfolded, uh, you know, Abby Abby had the connections with the other other actors so uh she was able to to get these people and then we kind of put them on the spot real quick so um i don't think it was uh, so i mean do you get something out of it i mean this first time doing a film of any kind right uh, yeah yeah it, it was my time being, uh, <laughs> <laughs> how about the is uh did it meet your guys' expectations, like as far as the way the film went and everything? And then, like overall, this year versus any other year, did did it feel like did it feel like everything met your expectations? I, I guess you know. I mean, of course, we hope we we're going to win. So, <laughs> uh, uh, but I mean, uh, you know, I think that you know, you know, one or two technical difficulties, which you always worry about. But you know, there's no egos, there's no fighting. Uh, I think we come up with a a, a fun film that that you know people can be proud of um the audience seemed to like it people laughed uh at the appropriate spots uh, <laughs> and uh um you know so uh, from that aspect i think it's good uh the the un the the 
an aspect that, that I think a lot of people don't see is, you know, when you have when you have an actor, uh, uh, Kendall, who's not with us, but, you know, who who thanks you for the experience because it's something that, that she hasn't experienced before, both um, both acting and, and, and seeing what film acting is like versus stage acting, as well as uh, uh, the recording process. I mean, she, you know, we kind of blindsided her with recording. <laughs> we were told she could sing, so we wrote a song. And uh, uh, and she was like, what? I have to say, you know. So, uh, uh, you know, she, she was coached through that, but I think it was a good experience, and, and we won an award for that song. So uh, those are the things, you know, uh, I, I think that uh, we get out of it. I mean, there's always, there's always something to learn, but I think we always come up with a good, solid film um, all these years. I mean, see, Abby, this is what, your fifth year? Yeah. Your fifth year, Jacob's sixth or seventh year, uh, four years. It's your first year at five. Um, some of the other people are at eight, nine uh, for one of them. So, uh, you know, we, we have people coming back, doing it again and again. And that's what, what seems to be the, to me, is the, the most positive thing about it. It was my first time directing. I thought I did pretty good for, for that. I was, a, I was a little nervous, but I was happy with that, too. I mean, for actors, you have a hunch for it. You like, at least see a script at like 10 o'clock on Saturday morning. But you see snippets of what's going on. Even James, the director of photography, has hunches where it's going. But Rick's the only one who really does. And we don't see the thing until it's aired yeah. that night. And that's when it's just a whole blast to say how all this thing got put together, edited together, sound added, all that kind of thing that layers into snippets all the way into a six to seven minute film. And uh, I'm glad to bring it back to the, uh, the song. You said Kendall's. You said she has sung it. Who wrote it though? Because that song was awesome. Uh, yeah. So uh, uh, Todd Coleman is who's uh, I also work with him. He's been doing this for also eight years. So he's he's uh, he scored a few of the films and he's also edited some of the films. Um, so this year, you know, uh, I kind of switched things around a little bit and found a different editor. Uh, uh, probably a little less experience as an editor, but but. Uh, uh, putting putting Todd back in, into music again. Uh, but yeah, he sat literally sat in my living room with a keyboard and his computer and guitar and bass and and uh, started working out the song and and uh, collaborated with our, our screenwriter and and uh, um, one of our other location sound people who's also a singer uh, and they kind of collaborated on the lyrics and, and put it together. So it was it was written in the day. Uh, that's pretty cool. That's definitely pretty that's cool. A, then. That's a full length song, right? Like I can download that on iTunes. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna need that. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely <laughs> we definitely got to make sure we support you guys on that, especially if the song is out there, because we want we do want people not only to see the the uh, the film, but we want to make sure they hear that song too. Because like you said, that song, especially like you say, you had to do it as quick as you did. It was a really awesome song. Like I feel like it would have been a, it would have been a great song even if it took longer than that longer than it took just to do it. Well, yeah, I, I he's uh, you know I, I get to work with us. So I work at the at a, the same university he does, and we get to work together quite a bit. So it's it's uh, uh, it's nice to to be able to do that. Um, he's just got that he's got that ear for it, and it's, and I mean even in the past in past years, uh, you know he did the first film we did he did a complete score for uh, you know start to finish. So um, He's a uh, couple years ago, another one where he was able to, uh, you know, not only did he edit, but then he came back in and, and uh, did some some string tracks and a few other things over top just to just to give the feel of uh, film a, 
uh, a feel. So, uh, yeah, I, I hope he sticks around for, for quite a few more years of doing this. Yeah, we'll make sure that we try to get that link from you guys. So we'll go ahead and put it in our description for the show so people can actually listen to it, like we said. Right. Um, Rick, if you could for a second, if you could talk to me about the uh, general protections, about general, yeah. about general protections, you know, and its involvement in its, in the community. Yeah. So um, so the team was formed by uh, 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 Stephen Hires back in, was it 2004, I think, is when uh, the 48-hour the film project first started. So uh, he formed this team. Uh, he did a, uh, about four films, I think. Or, uh, and I had not heard about it at the time. Um, and then I saw an article about it and go, oh, that's pretty cool. Who do I know that, that's good with actors and can find actors and, and has a little bit of experience? And I'd met Stephen uh, actually through my son uh, because he was involved in uh, the uh, community theater and, and, and city theater programs. Uh, so, you know, Steve and I, we'd, we'd been friends anyway. So, you know, I approached him and he said, yeah, I've done this before. I have a team. So we, we just kind of put it together. Uh, so that's how we got started. Uh, from that, I got involved in, with the, with uh, the 48. Uh, we've supported in other ways this year. You know, uh, I was able to, uh, we had to change venues that didn't have a projector. Uh, so I brought in, I was able to bring in a projector and screen uh, for it. Uh, we've done, volunteered for, Casting calls. I've designed posters in the past uh, for the for the forty eight. So that's more specific. Um, when Stephen died, uh, we wanted to kind of continue his legacy. He, you know, through Stephen, I met uh, Dave, I met Abby, uh, I met James. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, um, um, Amy. You know, so so it's you know my my core of, of actors and some of my crew have all been people. Uh, that, that Stephen mentored originally, and and a lot of these as as, as uh, young actors are in the community. So we started a scholarship. Um, uh, so Stephen Hires Memorial. I don't. I can't remember the whole. It's kind of long drawn out name. But basically, what we do is we find a youth team or people that are interested in the forty eight hour film project, and we pay their admission into the uh, their their entry fee, which is about one hundred twenty five dollars. Um, so it's always a youth team. Uh, we've done that for three teams. Um, each year, those teams have won awards, so it's good, good to know. And of all those three teams, um, all the team leaders have gone on into uh, film school. Oh, that's uh, definitely so cool. That's kind of what we've been doing is, is, is uh, you know, I couldn't – my job and my time doesn't allow me to be that that mentor in that way uh, in the community. So uh, we, we try to uh, – that's that's definitely cool. Then that way you Sorry can. That way, it's all right. It's all right. I understand. It's it's a deep thing, and it's one that it, it's it's one of those things that it, it really touches you. And and at the same time, I I know we both understand because we both work with youth as well. And it's it's definitely one of those good things to be you know to 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 have. It's a passion. We we love we love stuff like that. We love being able to. Uh, to give back to our communities and to give back to the young, to the, you know, the younger generation to help them to give on to the next, you know, you got to keep the cycle of good going. Well, Stephen was huge to most of us. And you'll even see in our, all of our films, we always have an Easter egg in there with a picture of Stephen hidden somewhere in it. And that's just our, I guess, testament to him because he was that, huge in my life and I can probably go around everybody's table, what he meant to all of us. That's pretty cool. That is definitely that is definitely pretty cool and, and and it's good it's it's good to get that out there. 
but uh with with the young with the you guys as younger actors and it, it's like how 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 cool was it to be able to tell your friends or how many of your friends were always are asking like oh how how was it like this or was it like that or you know or trying to get in on it and because they they were they they were happy to see you guys do it but wanted to be part of it too do you, do you guys brag about us it's funny though because I just graduated from a performing arts high school that Tyler is still attending and getting people to do it there's always the oh yeah I'll do it and then wait so I'm gonna have to like actually Okay, okay, so there was definitely, at least from Kendall's perspective, a little bit of nervousness for joining something like this, but afterwards, it's always, oh, that was so much fun, and see other people see it, and they're like, oh, I want to do one too, so um, James and I actually did a short film this summer with someone else who had seen it, and said, yeah, that looks so much fun, let's do something else, and yeah, it was a really fun experience, and I think that it's good to get especially younger people involved in it because not only do you overcome that first like scary bit of doing a short film in a really safe environment, but then you can get that, you know, credit and say, Oh yeah, I've done this, so I can do that or I've done this, so that means I know I don't wanna do that or, you know, so on and so forth. I think it's a really valuable experience. Yeah, and I think three of the four actors that were in the film uh, we're all from Weaver, yeah. where you're all trained uh, typically to be on stage. Mm -hmm. And so now going in to be on camera, I, I think it's probably good. It's probably good that yeah. you your first time on camera is at 48 because you don't really have time to check it out. Yeah. By the time you get on location and you realize, oh, wait, we're going to do this multiple times. And there's a camera two feet from my face. Well, we're already recording, so you have to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very different from the weeks-long rehearsal process of live theater to having, oh, yeah, memorize that in 10 minutes. We're going to go now. Um, good? No? Okay. We're doing it anyway. <laughs> very different. That's, that's where the improv comes into play. There you go. Yeah. That's, definitely, that that's definitely where the improv comes into play. So, um, and uh, what would you guys say, any any of you guys, and this is this an open-ended question for anybody, what would be like a dream collaboration? Like if you could work with anybody in the film industry on, on a film or for them on a film, like if they like, if they could work with you or you work with them, you know what I'm saying? What, what would be your dream collaborations? Aaron Sorkin. Oh, I was going to say Aaron Sorkin, <laughs> hands down. No, no choice. Fantastic writer. Uh, yeah, Aaron Sorkin is just someone who I think has a large grasp on especially screenwriting and makes uh, films that are very uh, believable. Um, I, so I directed her for this, but I also uh, like to write. So he's definitely someone that I uh, definitely look up to. I would say even uh, production company-wise, A24, who have recently come out with Eighth Grade, directed by Bo Burnham, and then Hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah, I, I think they're a fantastic company based up in New York. That I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. I've been trying to get Bill Murray and Betty White to come be, join oh, our teams. Okay. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I could I could imagine it. Bill Murray and Betty White. That would be an awesome combo to work with. Right that would be a hilarious combo to work with. They're I don't really, know how you would get things done. You'd be too busy laughing all day. <laughs> if you, like, you, let's say you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life. The rest. The rest of your life. Like, only one choice, you know. 
well, you wouldn't be able to watch it after death. Well, till death do you part. Okay, <laughs> well, till we part from the movie. Uh, uh, what would be the one movie that you would watch for the rest of your entire life? Beetlejuice. All right. <laughs> Beetlejuice. Okay. Okay. Michael Keaton. Yeah, I can watch that over and over and over again. Uh, mine is Inglorious Bastards. That movie is. Oh, that, yeah. I like that one too. That one was definitely funny. And it's yeah. Because that was a that was a Tarantino, wasn't it? Yeah. Probably Tarantino. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Like every week as it is, it just comes on and I end up watching it. So I've done it for 19 years now. So why not keep it going? <laughs> Oh man! Oh, right. I would suggest to I'll like fate decide uh, either um, Google Hunting or a social network. Yeah, one of those two. You know, I feel like a social the social network was an underrated movie. Like it, it was a good movie and it was underrated, but it was kind of underrated and it lets you know how everything like really got started. Yeah, they should yeah, have a sequel. Great movie. I love that. Where he talking to the Congress? <laughs> <laughs> the social network too. <laughs> um my two they're not at all similar um they're i guess it would either be breakfast at tiffany's or batman returns which batman returns another michael keaton there you go and and uh just you can't go wrong you can't go wrong with, you really can't but you can't go wrong with batman oh, <laughs> yeah batman returns was actually to me that was that was probably one of the best ones. Thank you. Know. No one ever. I say that all the time, and no one ever believes me. Yeah, I mean, Returns, yeah. Batman Returns was definitely one of the best ones because that was that that. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer. Exactly. She makes uh, the movie. Oh, you know, the Van, Danny I mean, DeVito. That movie basically set up the yeah. Christopher Walken was in that the too. Batman animated series, so it really did. Because and then Christopher Walken had me dying in the entire movie. Like I swear, I was laughing every time he came on the field, and then he died. And then he died. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what about, you, what about me? Yeah. Oh, one one movie for the rest of my life. You right, you right. <laughs> okay, well, um, one film for the rest of my life. Oh man, that's tough, man. Why don't you go first and let me think about it for a second? Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, you know how I watch movies, so it's kind of hard for me. Like, I'm gonna tell you what. Uh, if knowing me, it will be a sports movie. And it will probably be either any given Sunday or Remember the Titans. Both about football, but completely different. You know, Com- two, you you are on, you are on two different spectrums of of, of entertainment there. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> those are way completely different movies. I love Remember the Titans because of the message it sends, um, just uh, about you know humanity in general, and then it has football in it. And then I love Any Given Sunday because it's like. You, when I watched that movie when I was younger, I was like, "Oh man, this is exciting!" And then you grow up, and it's like, "Yo, these issues really happen in the NFL. Like they really drugging up players and having them playing." Yeah. And you got people whose lives are at risk, but they can't they can't not play because then they won't get paid. And I was like, "Wow, yeah. that's crazy how close that movie was." Okay, I'm kind of gonna go with on the same aspect as you did there, but instead of sports movies, both of mine are Ryan Reynolds movies. Okay, both Deadpool of my actually no, <laughs> Deadpool is not Deadpool is actually not on either one of them. Okay, both of them Ryan Reynolds movies. First one being definitely maybe. Okay. Okay, like yeah. hands down, probably favorite romantic movie ever. Okay, like it, it's up there for me, for next to Hitch. Anyway. Okay, <laughs> depending on the day, and then um, Waiting. 
I'm about to say waiting. Waiting. Say waiting. Waiting because Go because I lived that. <laughs> I, I feel like I lived that movie for a little bit. So, I mean, those two, would, I, if I had to pick two, those would be my two. Waiting How are either one of those The Proposal? Well, see, I liked The Proposal. <laughs> I liked it, but Sandra Bullock is not one of my favorite actresses. Well, and she, it, was I, she, she was hot. She was. She is. She was okay, but see, okay, see, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. This is where I'm explaining to you, Jacob. Okay, okay. with uh, with with uh, with me for definitely maybe definitely maybe being one of mine because I'm a big uh, a family kind of movie guy, and I do like the whole father daughter father son aspect of movies, and so. Ryan Reynolds in a serious but still funny role uh, alongside Abigail's, Abigail Breslin. That was it was it was so funny and it was awesome. It, the whole movie felt natural. Wait, and is he like a dad I, in that movie? I never like yeah, seen he, that one. He, he was he was a dad. He was a uh, he was her dad in that movie and telling her uh, telling her how they how he met his mom how how he met her mom. So it was it was actually a really good movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. and. Um, then on, like I said, uh, waiting because I, I lived that man. I was a waiter for like two and a half years, and it was it was definitely I felt like I lived that movie. It's like I know everything that goes on with that movie because that's some of it. That's how it happens in real life. I'm not gonna lie, uh, I didn't go through the. I didn't. Well, I, not that I know of. I never taken food back to a cook and they put special ingredients on it. I don't know if that has happened. I can't promise but, nothing on that, and I'm not gonna tell you where it was. I can't so. Say <laughs> They probably wanted to. <laughs> uh, I can't say that they have, but I I know some that have probably done some stuff that they probably should have got fired for and eventually did get fired for. Oh, yeah. So yeah, so I, like I said, I felt like I lived that movie. So that was def that's definitely one just because of relation that I could take to that movie. Jacob does have a point because the proposed that Sandra Bullock was hot. Is hot still. Um, yeah, is that that was that was definitely a good movie. The, Give me, Lord, I didn't mean to blast. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, the whole, <laughs> they kept like the whole can the Canada vibe kind of in it too. Even though it was Alaska, even though it was Alaska, it felt like Canada. <laughs> but okay, but yeah, I, I so so Jacob, I do apologize on that one. The proposal probably should if if we're going Ryan Reynolds in general, that that one's gonna be like up there, but. Like I said, it's just the way I felt about those movies. It was. Hey man, you said what you said, man. Hey, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking it back. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm just acknowledging. I'm just. It's too late. I'm triggered. And I'm Oh man. All right. So on one of our other shows, we talked about movies that should have gotten sequels. Are there any movies that you think should have gotten a sequel but never got one? Sure. Castaway. Man, when Tom Hanks is standing there at the intersection of the road, I have written the whole next movie in my head. It's really? never happened, and I want to know what happens. So, yeah, that, that, that is Castaway. one of those things. That That's uh -huh. one of those things when they end movies like that, and it's like, okay, well, is there any way I can figure out what happened next? It's like yeah. they leave you on such a cliffhanger and with no intent of giving you any more. No. So I agree with you on that one, definitely. And it was we very smart of them not to because it was it was a perfect movie as it was, but it, it makes you crazy wondering which, which oh, road yeah. it's going to take. Talking about yeah. fan theories popping up like crazy, too. 
I mean, I got Helen Hunt's marriage lasting two more years tops. Then she divorces the dentist and she and Tom Hanks would get back together, but he's gone and married the woman who did the sculptures. So there's that. Then they have to wait for her to die. And, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You took a a different turn. (laughs) 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 What about Wilson? (laughs) And Wilson floats up the floor. (laughs) Let me ask you, in your in your uh proposed sequel, does he have like a mental like like cause you know he's been talking to a, a volleyball for like years. How long right. is he like ten years? At some at some point PTSD has to kick in. Yeah. I mean, you know it's got to. Like if he but, sees somebody playing ball volleyball, ball, it's just like Wilson. That's the end of the next movie because you wonder is he going to get up or is he dead? Third cast away is going to be people just send him to a clinic. Yeah. <laughs> cast like, really what? away. Yeah. Oh, really, yeah. <laughs> really cast him away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's not a sequel, but Michelle Pfeiffer was talking about how they were talking about doing a Catwoman spinoff and then it never happened. And I'm very upset about that because I want that to happen. Uh, a Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman spinoff would have been really good. But I think it's one of those things that they probably didn't do just because it was uh, it would have been ahead of its time. Yeah. Well, they also I mean, got Anne Hathaway into the Catwoman yeah, she, thing. So. Yeah, but that's irrelevant to me. Yeah. It's Michelle okay. Pfeiffer or nothing. Sorry. I, 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 Michelle, I agree. Older Mich- women, huh? okay. Michelle Pfeiffer made that, like, she, that role yeah, that was, like, perfect. Time, you gotta remember, like, back then, like, comic book movies really weren't that big until Batman, really. Um, yeah. yeah. So, Catwoman would have been just another leap of fate for it. It, it, it probably, <laughs> it probably would have been in, unfor- I think, the unfortunate thing is, is it wouldn't have done as good. It probably would have been a good movie, yeah. but it probably wouldn't have done as well just because no button at that moment in time is not close to like how we are now to where we can have spinoffs of movies like that. Yeah. The technology yeah. wasn't there for it, even though I feel like I didn't feel like they really needed a lot of technology, but I don't think the technology that they would have wanted would have been there for it. Well, I, think I, like I do the- agree with you, though. Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman spinoff movie, that would have been definitely, that would have been something I would have wanted to watch. For sure. I mean, and I think like the, I mean, even like the set, like um, the newer Batmans were all like, you know, they had like the overhead clips of like uh, Pittsburgh and like Chicago. Yeah. I liked the like cheesy sets of the Tim Burton movies because it felt like dirty and gross. And you're like, oh, this is a city that needs to be saved. This place is horrible. <laughs> that's that's what Gotham is, too. It's a city that yeah, needs a, to be saved. So I, yeah. I understand you on that one. It's I'm, dirty and corrupt. And all the new ones were kind of like these nice overhead shots of like these clean buildings. I'm like, that's not what Gotham is. Gotham's gross. It's people getting shot in alleys. I will say that compared to uh, the Christopher Nolan series, there was a lot of daylight scenes in Christopher Nolan films. It really now, was. I know, I know every city has daylight. I know that. <laughs> no, got, there was no day in Gotham. There was no yeah, day in Gotham. It was, it was, it was perpetual it was night. night. Yeah, it's, uh, it's perpetual night in Gotham. There was never a daytime. I was actually joking with one of my friends. I was like, "Can you imagine being a cop in Gotham? And you like, you get home early in the morning, you know, Joker didn't kill three people, Riddler's on the loose, and now y'all gotta wait like twenty four more hours for Batman, Batman. To come out. <laughs> <laughs> or something like twelve hours." It's like, look, Batman is like Joker's on a killing spree, and Batman. I don't know where he's at. Uh, I guess he has a day job. <laughs> 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 he needs to start coming out in daylight. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! So anybody else? Anybody else? What do we got? More sequels or, or spinoffs that could have been? 
even proposed sequels. Go ahead. Like, give me your best proposal for a, a, a non-existent sequel. Like, don't give me the whole synopsis just in case you guys were, are able to get this thing yeah. pushed through. Because uh, what sequel? We're, we're, we're hoping on a hitch, too, with... Uh, with Liam Neeson. With Liam Neeson in it. <laughs> you said it right then. I, n- I, s- I said Liam Neeson's name right. I <laughs> never say his name right. Liam Neeson. What, what do you say it as? I, I normally always say Liam Nelson. I don't know why, but oh. I say Nelson. I, I have no idea. It, it comes out. But I said Neeson this time. So I'm, I'm actually happy about happy with myself about that one. <laughs> well, this isn't a sequel necessarily, but people have been kicking around the idea of Idris Elba as James Bond I am here for it. I would so. love that. Actually, yeah, that thing's yeah. getting some. That's getting would, momentum. It, is it? Is it yeah, actually yeah. getting momentum? And I think it needs to because a lot of people don't understand that James no, Bond. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like I think they're really in, like official talks I, about it. I hope so because James Bond is the code name. You know, James Bond 007. That's the code name. It could have been anybody. It was just like their top agent at the time. So realistically, James Bond could even be a woman. Yeah, but but at the same time, we want we, we know everybody. Everybody's always trying to be politically correct on things or wanting things to be like how they thought they were. And but at the same time, we know that it, those of us who know know James Bond is a code name. Yeah. So and it's just like the Dread Pirate Roberts and you know Princess Bride. No one knows who the Dread Pirate Roberts is, so it could be anyone. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm loving that you brought up the Princess Bride too because that was that is an awesome movie. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think James Bond though needs to get back to the grit that they had. I think when you know when they they Casino Royale, I mean that was one of the that was the, one, one of the best the... Bonds ever. And then all of a sudden they kind of and and even um, um, Skyfall, but then it kind of if uh, yeah because they kind of veer off to that more special effects than than story. Yeah, because um, those were the those were two of the Daniel Craig ones, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, weren't they? Skyfall yeah, Skyfall yeah, was see, awesome. I'm a big James Bond fan, but but the 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 Skyfall ones in between those. And the last one, where especially you know, with with uh, you know, probably one of the best villains in 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 film today, and his his part was horrible in the last film. So, how um, can you go wrong with James Bond in the space shuttle? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, what I don't want to see is another 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 Marvel superhero uh, or uh, you know, Spider Man or Batman. Or, I'm, I'm, Unless someone does something totally different with it, give it give it to Quentin Tarantino or something. But, oh, that um, could you imagine yeah. a Quentin Tarantino Batman movie? That's what Ooh. I'd like to see. That actually, would, uh, that puts me, that's about the only thing that would would probably get me in the that, theater. That's the interesting you say that because when I think about Batman and Quentin Tarantino, I instantly thought like, what if he took like the Adam West Batman and just made it real violent? Yeah, lots of they probably all would have been cursing too. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the cursing in the Quentin Tarantino and blood? Yeah. Oh, dude! You, you, if y'all didn't think Batman actually killed people before, you would know he kills them now. For oh, blood! Toledo, Batman, you killed that guy. No, I didn't. Robin, sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> for just forever. <laughs> Oh, the way you said that was perfect too. Holy Toledo, Batman! You killed him. I'm not okay with superhero movies since, spoiler alert, Black Panther got knocked off. I'm not okay. I'm, I'm still, I'm still thinking that was not good. I know. I'm looking for the loophole. Oh, I didn't. Oh, it's there. It's there. I, I didn't say. Wow. It's there. There's, wow. there's a loophole there. There's a loophole there, and it will happen with with Black Panther coming back. Because it's new okay, wait a minute. Well. I ruined it for Jacob. Oh, sorry, Jacob. Jacob, sorry, Jacob. No. Uh, well, the DVD comes out Jacob. on Tuesday, Jacob. So make sure you get it before then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bud. 
They really are. Uh, Rosebud is the sled, by the way. What? Rosebud is the sled, by the way. I'm, yeah. I'm aware you made me watch that movie when I was 11. <laughs> that was that was that was the most confusing movie yeah. I had ever. Like I watched that movie, I was like, why did he say Rosebud? And I I was lost until I watched the Watch Mojo. Really? Watch Mojo explained it. <laughs> no, shout out to Watch Mojo for explaining things that we don't know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah that. Yeah, uh, it's it. There's been so much that they did with that 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 you know, I think I think pissed a lot of people off because I think I remember telling just you. Let you guys know we specialize in like Marvel we sp- we we do we do kind of specialize in that because we're both like super comic geeks. So we are lo- we we're at a love hate relationship with a lot of them. So I do under I do understand that you not want to you know we do understand not want to see another Batman or Spider Man because it's been done so many times. But there are definitely superheroes we want to see. I feel like a lot of them would probably be better on TV, though. Like even on TV or, or like Netflix type movies and stuff. We, I, I think we agree those would probably be some of the better places to put them. But you know, it's all about the cash grab. We get, we got to make that money. If we can make that money in big Hollywood, we're gonna make that money. Speaking about cash, grab. which is why Black Panther has to come back. It's exactly. Okay. I agree with you there. There's got to be a loophole for financial. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, I'm just curious no that the Aquaman is not blonde. I think think everybody. Hopefully, everybody comes back. I want everybody that got killed off to come back, including Loki, because I want to see Tom Hiddleston as Loki again. Even though he, I think he said he doesn't want to do it anymore. I still want him to be there. I I, I need Tom Hiddleston as Loki. But speaking about cash grab, a lot of you guys are going off to college and starting your freshman year back from college. Are you guys going to continue about learning films in the film industry? Um, well, I'll be majoring in acting, going up to some purchase in New York. So hopefully that will intersect with both film and stage acting. Um, and then James is... Yeah, I'm actually going into my junior year of uh, film. I'm getting a bachelor's in film, and then after I get the bachelor's, I'll spend another year and get an MFA uh, focused in screenwriting. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. So I'm... I've already got uh, a couple feet inside the inside the industry. Nothing like major, but you know. Hey, some, so a toe in is better than nothing at all. Okay, so so make sure, sure you want to we want to make sure you keep up on that because we definitely want to be hearing about you in the future. He's like, I'm getting lunch with Martin Scorsese on Tuesday. They're like, no, they're <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing. Tyler's not going into any art or anything. He's what an engineer come someday. <laughs> hey, we'll make sure when you get that premiere that you invite the spoiler alert. We'll go ahead and cover it. <laughs> so the one person here that's going to actually make a living. <laughs> <laughs> they'll finance, they'll bankroll everybody. Don't worry, it'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, Rick, I do have, now that we do have another question, do you have any advice for any up and coming filmmakers? Uh, like I do with anybody in in the arts, uh, do it. Um, so that's that's you know. Do it. So uh, yeah, <laughs> do I mean it. that's what's great about the forty eight uh, and things like that is is that you do it and it, and it's uh, you know now it's you know when I was a kid it was you know if you want to do video cameras were first coming out but it was you know if you wanted to do film you actually had to do film and it's, it it was ex- expensive even with a cheap camera. Oh, yeah. you, know, you had to buy the film. You had to go. You had to send it off to get developed and, and come back and then edit. And, uh, you know, now it, you can buy a digital camera for a hundred bucks. It's going to, gosh, you got a phone you know, yeah, that can, can do, do it. it so, now. um, you know, so my advice is to do it and, and, you know, I mean, 
So Abby's got this is five years with this film, so she's she's got a, a reel. Uh, James has got you know both camera and and now a DP. Uh, was one of the things we shifted around this year was I, I uh, made James a DP just so he'd have that credit and that experience uh, to, to build his reel. So, um, you know, those are the things that, that I'm looking for, for, uh, for people is, you know, you can say what you want to do all, all, all along, but just, just go out and do it, you know, make, make a movie. Um, and you know, the first one may be good or may not, but, uh, <laughs> you know, keep, keep doing it and they'll, they'll get better oh, yeah. and invite your friends and, and collaborate. And I, I think that's one of the things that, that we're good at here is, is, is we have a good team and, and good collaboration. And I think, uh, you know, when you realize that it's almost impossible to do this in a vacuum, um, and, and to, to kind of hang out in your bedroom and make a movie, uh, you know, you need actors, you need, you need, you need other people. And, um, uh, and you know, that just do it. Just, you know, collaboration is such a big thing as well, especially for, uh, an industry like film or even like theater, it's everyone has something that they can bring to the table. And so the more people you know, uh, that just totally widens the opportunity that your film can take and that uh, the quality of the film just in, you know, this person has this camera, this person has uh, this mic and, uh, you know, this guy, he's working on a project, he needs some help, I can maybe help him out in that scenario. That's just something that fuels the opportunities that just open up every day. So networking is, is huge in, in film, especially. Okay. Okay. All right. So very good advice right there. Cause you know, sometimes the, the simplest thing you can do is just do it, you know, just, just start getting some momentum going in the right direction. So. Thank you guys for joining us. We're actually going to do our uh, Netflix picks for me right now. I've got, I, I've, was gonna watch but didn't get around to it and there's one that i'm checking gonna be checking out soon it's called like father on netflix it's with uh kristen bell and kelsey Grammer, and that's probably the reason i want to watch it because kristen bell is just have a kid bro. <laughs> <laughs> like i said you know me of course i figure that's why you said that because i like the like the the the, the... don't have to be too fine <laughs> Hey man, I, I can't, I can't say I, that's exactly what I want right now or what I even need right now. But, uh, but yeah, it's called like father. It's got Kelsey or Kristen Bell, Kelsey Grammer, uh, Seth Rogen. It's, it's got a lot of people in it that are actors that I actually like. So I want to go ahead and give it a, give it a, uh, check it out for sure. Uh, I'm watching, um, I just finally got around watching lost in space. And I'm really liking it so uh, far. Uh, one of the main guys in it, uh, he played in another show that I really, really love called Black Sales. Yeah, Black Sales. I remember uh, Power Show. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. that's awesome. Okay. Okay. All right. Is there any any shout outs you guys want to give to anybody or any thanks you know that you want to make sure you send out there before we get up, before we get done for today? I love you, Mom. Of course, you better better tell Mom you love her. Yeah, so I'm gonna. So even though she's part of the team, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I want to do something. Thank my wife for for uh, putting up with this uh, every year because it's you know this year we opened up our home and our house to 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 the entire team, um, and then also want to uh, make sure that we thank uh, uh, Iris Carter for uh, all the work she does with the Greensboro 48 Hour Film Project uh, to be able to provide this opportunity for all of us. Um, She's been doing uh, doing this now. I think this is her 
ninth year, I think, and then she's taken on. Uh, they do a, another one in the fall. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but there's a, a, a yes. horror. Yes, I, we uh, I, I, we have heard about that. That would be. We're gonna try. To- yeah, and unfortunately for us, is you know the teams, our teams, about spread out, and that's probably about the busiest time of year for me at work. So um, it's it's almost impossible impossible for me to participate in that one. But mm. uh, so. Shout out to Rachel for a fun script. Yeah, and Rachel, uh, who's, who's actually my sister-in-law, who's who's our screenwriter for for uh, you know she comes in from Hickory to to write. Um, trying to think, do we have anybody else long distance on this? One? You know, but just for the, you know, I, I just want to thank my entire team. I mean, it's been um, you know uh, great that you know having people to come back and new people, and you know we got Tyler. Hopefully, you know since he's got next summer, he can come back and and with us and hopefully abby doesn't get picked up by some summer stock that won't let her off <laughs> uh, you know so um you know that uh that's what i think is, is is i really have to say that i that that touches me the most is that everybody comes back and 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 you know we get to play for a weekend and have a lot of fun yeah okay i want to thank the judges or slash <laughs> The 40-hour film project, whoever, um, we because we won the Best Acting Ensemble yeah. Award. And I gave, like, a joke speech, but I did want to say, like, I, like, was beyond honored. So, thank you. <laughs> really liked it. <you. laughs> you know, the hell whole group get that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, we go from, what, 17, 18 up to 58, 59 as actors. Mm-hmm. The same is true. And we're about the only team that is at broad from age group. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a blast together. Yeah. That's good. And so what we as adults learn from kids and kids learn from us is makes the weekend work. And, and Dave's whole thing, you know, the, the the packing of the car and the, the for those who have seen the film, but the packing of the car, the and even uh, the the air guitar thing and right there at the end with the credits, that was that was all improvised. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's that's, that's that'd be cool. It was her idea for me to wear that rabbit coat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I thought Jacob deserved a break. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. going to be too much fun for you to squeeze on that and, and yeah, have a moment at the end. All right. All right. Well, once again, we want to thank you guys for joining us today. You know, uh, we, we're glad to be able to talk to you. Uh, this has been Spoiler Alert. I'm Charles. And I'm Brandon Beyond. Really? You did, you did it again? You did it again. Um, <laughs> until next time. Until next time. Spoiler Alert is recorded with Phoenix Radio, a subsidiary of Fairwind Entertainment, LLC.